Hoi, you know, uh, am I in Southeast Asia? Because uh, I could have, with with what I just did in the bathroom, uh, I could have sworn there was a deadly mudslide that killed an entire village of people. That's a hell of an opening, Pete. You get it? It's a good one? Boy, I just tore my toilet a new asshole, if you know what I mean. Let's go back to the to the joke about the mudslide. Um, well, because in monsoon season, which is a thing that happens in Southeast Asian countries, uh, such as, for instance, Vietnam, Malaysia, uh, Indonesia, Thailand, etc., uh, there's a a bit of they usually have a rainy season of the year where it's quite saturated, where it rains quite a lot. Monsoons, right, right. if you will. Uh, and that often results in the ground becoming so saturated that uh, it creates frequent mudslides, which, especially in, in, the, in the, the smaller, more rural villages, it can end up being quite deadly sometimes because, uh, you know, whole villages of people get, get hit and washed away in these mudslides. Yeah, I've heard of them. So, do you get the joke? I got the joke. What's the issue here, then? Oh, I mean, it's just a horrible tragedy. Yeah, no doubt. Mudslides in general. You know, I was just using it as a metaphor to talk about the horrific bout of diarrhea I just did on my oh, toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. hey, everyone. It's my daily diarrhea update. Well, everyone, welcome back to Explained Austin, uh, the only show approved by the FDA. We are proven COVID cure ex- podcast. You listen to us, the frequency going in your ears kills all the, the virus inside you. They call yes. us the ivermectin of podcasts. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know if I want that type We of were developed in a... Austin and I were genetically grown in a lab by Pfizer and Moderna and Johnson & Johnson. And BioNTech. All of them. We are grown in a lab originally to be uh, super soldiers to uh, be sent to conduct a land war on Russia. But instead they realized that we could... We, we were endowed with natural abilities that we could podcast these immunities over the airwaves and cure people of COVID. We're kind of like Ozzy and Drix. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. Yeah, was it like, Drix or was it Trix? I thought it was... Drix with a D. Oh, because I guess it's like Drix and the Mel or Mean or some... Probably. ...sounding fake name for a drug. That makes sense. Yeah, that yeah, from Ozzy and Drix, um, were like them. Yeah, they were gonna develop us as super soldiers to go into bodies and actually beat the fuck out of viruses. Yeah, that was a good movie. Osmosis Jones was a good movie. Oh Bill, yeah, yeah. Bill Murray. That was the movie. Ozzy and Drix was the series they right. made after That's the movie. Wa- watched more, but it was a movie first, starring Bill Murray in the live action segments. He's the body which they were inside. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember that now. William Murray. Anyway, we are off topic. Welcome. Carolina native William Murray. I don't think he's a native. I think yeah, he's, he's just... He's not a native. He's a lizard. He sometimes. just lives here now, some, or sometimes. Yeah. I don't. I think native implies you were born or raised here. Uh, anyway, though, off topic. 
welcome back to explaining to Austin, as I said, the only podcast approved by the FDA to cure COVID. And you can take that to the bank. Uh, I, as always, am your host, Peyton Brock, joined by also, well, not as always, sometimes he's not here, but most of the time here, uh, our co-host, Austin, was on the Epstein flight logs, Bennett. Yeah, that's my nickname. That's what we call him, Um, folks. Yeah, um, I'm Austin. I I I have the the nutrients that plants crave. You do. That's me. Um, you can find them in your uh, home and garden section at any major retailer, right next to the uh, what's the, what, what Miracle Grow. You'll find them standing yeah, right there yeah. next to it on the shelf, right next to it, sitting there on the shelf. Yeah, I'm just there. Um, Say hi. Also, hey. You can also find me at the gym uh, near constantly at this point. Pumping iron, as they say in the Arnold Schwarzenegger documentary featuring young Arnold Schwarzenegger, pre-Terminator. Where he he comes. Where he comes in the gym, at home, at work, at church. If you've never heard... 5,000 people. If you've never heard... If you've never seen Pumping Iron or if you've never heard even just that specific little interview clip, uh, go check it out. Arnold Schwarzenegger compares lifting weights and getting your pump on to uh, uh, male ejaculation. Specifically, in his words, having sex with a woman. Right. And he says, it's like I'm coming at the gym. It's like I'm coming at, at home. He comes everywhere. Everywhere covered in it. Yep. So... Much like Arnold, Austin is coming. He's coming right now, actually. Yeah, so nice to meet you. Um, this is my first episode. Yes. He's a new host, everyone. Welcome our new well, co-host. It's, it's not so much that. It's that all the other episodes were recorded later, and this is like a Pulp Fiction situation where uh, you got to figure right. out what order they were they were released in. Right. This is actually the first. We recorded this episode you're hearing right now in... Uh, in February of 2021, and we're yep. just now really... This is the first episode we recorded... And we, re- we recorded, like, you know, however many, I think 38 episodes, and we banked them all, and we were like, we didn't know what order we wanted to release them, and we've just now decided, okay, this is going to be the 38th episode, even though we recorded it first. Yeah, which is, you know, just kind of an interesting concept for a podcast, and I think we're really cool for doing that. Yeah, it's it's very, it's innovative in a lot of ways, many folks say. And remember, innovative does not mean good. Mm-mm. Mm. Do not confuse them. Speaking of the two, what a great segue, Austin. Thank you. Wasn't what I was going to initially talk about first, but it's just such a good segue. I'm going to jump right into it. Uh, you see who, as of release today, who the time person of the year is? Oh, no. Um, no, I say, I've seen memes, but I haven't seen the actual. Do you, th- you have a guess based on what I just said? Who it would be? Is it like Elon Musk or something? That's right, buddy. No, really. Every our our favorite South our favorite African American pal who may or may not be neurodivergent or may have just said it as a a, a way to deflect criticism. Uh, Elon Musk. Everyone's favorite slave profiteer. Everyone's favorite guy who's really funny and cool. And. He's super funny, guys. He's really... He's epic. Turned himself into a pickle. Funniest shit I've ever seen. He... Epic man. Super cool guy. Elon Musk. Time person of the year. Elon what, Musk is like if a Rick and Morty snapback became a person. 
I'd say that's accurate. But it was also uh, insured for the most money on the planet. Yeah. So, what do you think about this, Austin? Time person of the year, Elon Musk. Oh, it definitely makes me uh, feel um, like the title time person of the year doesn't really mean anything, I guess. That's fair. That's a fair adjustment. Unless... Okay. You know, I don't believe that the devil needs an advocate, but in this situation, let me, let me look at the other side. I here, do okay? believe that the devil wears Prada, though. Absolutely, and one time he went down to Georgia and got his ass kicked by Johnny. Agreed. We can um, all agree on those points. We can all agree on these basic facts. These so, in, indelible truths were given to all men and made right. equal. So, I know in the past, time has said something to the effect of, like, the person of the year doesn't mean they were, like, a great person. It just means that they, like were at the heart of a lot of correct like they were like talked about and like made the news a lot or like on everyone's minds at some point correct and so maybe i shouldn't be interpreting this as them saying he's a good person who is the best person of the year it was just because i guess it's not the time best person of the year it's, it's not just, the time coolest dude around of the year it's just the time well, person of the year. I'm glad you brought that up because I did. I was going to say before you said that, I know I, I have a, I had a hunch that someone listening right now, some little little pedant pushing up their glasses and tightening their anus would say, mm, actually, uh, it's not who's the best person of the year. It's the most, I, uh, uh, you really know what I'm talking about? That our listeners are. They also. Yeah, I hope so. I hope to God. If you're not. If you're stop like that, listening. Stop listening. I don't want to be your friend. I'd rather have zero listeners than any of you. Uh, I, if you, if I don't feel like we could be friends to any degree, right? I don't want you to listen to this, right? Uh, uh, so, given that, I was gonna say though, as a, as a counter to that very point, that is true. Time person of the year has historically been given to quote unquote bad people who have been quote unquote important. Uh, for instance, just off the top of my head, not saying these two are necessarily. Uh, complete equals, but just two pieces of shit off the top of my head who had time person of the year. Of course, famously Hitler, uh, pre-World War II. That's true. Pre-World War II, but still, you know, we were probably, it was probably a little more nice on him than they should have been, knowing uh, how 1930s uh, rich white Americans probably felt about him. They probably thought he was like a chill guy they just didn't agree with. Uh, Anyway, though, Hitler, and then of course, uh, 2017 or 18... Or 19, I don't remember, Trump was as well, time person of the year. Even yeah, no, though I was the 2006 time person of the year. We all were in a way, uh, you could say. Uh, anyway, so yeah, it has been given to what you could call pieces of shit. Not great people, but influential people. And I'll give them that. You know, I might not agree. I, I would say that it's still kind of weird that you're like putting them on the cover and making them the big thing. Cause it's kind of, even you're not intention uh, intending to honor them. It kind of still comes off that way, even if you don't intend it, but right, because a platform for bad people, even if you're talking about them negatively, right. Is still giving them a platform. Right. And I, I, that's kind of how I tend. Uh, but regardless, I can still understand times viewpoint because with someone like Hitler or someone like Trump, yes, they are 
regardless aside of their uh, moral character or intelligence or whatever, you know, they were still influential. You know, obviously they made waves. Hitler, Hitler had a profound impact on history and millions of tiny ways to big ways. And Trump, even though he was a complete, you know, is, uh, was a, a huge dumb, dumb baby who likes to post on Twitter, funny, who likes to post funny things on Twitter when he had one, uh, who, who, who can't probably like wipe his own ass and his little doo-doo baby who, uh, He's just a little dumb boy. Uh, yeah, he, little dumb he, he he was undoubtedly influential on culture and politics even. But my issue with Elon Musk being made Time Person of the Year is I feel like for his whole career, Elon Musk has been the only way he has been influential is because he has been propped up by mainstream media as being influential. If Does that make sense? Yes. No, it's... I've thought this for so long now that it's, like, people see this, like, youngish, uh, rich tech dude who, like, has these, like, uh, he's very, like, eccentric and, like, has these, like, wacky ideas. And they're like, oh, my God, he's, like, real-life Tony Stark. Right. It's to the point where, like, in Iron Man 2, Tony and Elon meet. Right. Like, there's a scene where Elon Musk meets Tony Stark as Elon. Like, he plays himself in that movie. Right. It's not a big scene, but it's, like, I think it's such a thing that, like, people are like, yeah, Elon's our real-life Tony Stark. And, like, even non-Marvel fans are like, wow, he's, like, you know, because it's, like, he, he invents weird shit or hires people to invent shit and then takes their ideas. Correct? Right. That's what I'm going to – that's what I'm saying. He's like Thomas Edison he's, in that way. You he's, know, done, like, he's done no actual – significant thing on his own where even trump someone stupid like trump he signed things into law even if he wasn't the one writing them you know even if he had his cabinet right. positions doing it he still so like did the influential act can, any moron with money can sit there with a room of engineers that are on their payroll and say hey i want you to build a flamethrower exactly that like a person could just buy and they'd be like okay cool we'll do it and then suddenly he gets credit for it it's like or hey i want us to build fucking electric cars for some right. reason can someone concretely point out something that was done by a company elon was a part of or ran that can be proven specifically without conjecture was his idea that has influenced the world in a major enough way for him to be time person of the year because I don't think he has. I think he's just been the face of companies like Tesla and SpaceX yeah. while, you know, they have made, in some regards, made successes, while in others, like Tesla, have made horrible uh, problems and, and, and not be as good as everyone thinks they are. But regardless of all that, he still isn't, all he's doing is being the face. He hasn't actually done any of the influencing. And I believe that it's been that way since he first started gaining notoriety 10 years ago i think well, like let's say like even if he does have the ideas they're not like groundbreaking ideas it's like oh like like i'm sure his version of the ideas are like oh let's build a rocket and get to mars and then like the engineers that do everything and there's like like he has nothing to do with figuring out how that's gonna happen right and and so 
even if you could maybe argue, and I would still disagree, he has had in you know he's certainly had an influence on culture, but I wouldn't say it's of his own. Vo- I mean, I'd say he was put in a position by the media and by his money and wealth to be an influence on culture. I wouldn't say he made that for himself. It's not like he made himself a, a, a media figure, a popular figure. He was made that by. Uh, our capitalist mindset and, and media that that propelled him to that as this magic science hero man. Um, He's the god for every person who has entrepreneur in their Instagram bio. Right. So so even if you say he's influential, I still don't see how he's done anything on his own or of his own volition ideas-wise that are profound enough or original enough to warrant him time person of the year because that is supposed to be the most important it's not just a important, like it's of the year. This person has changed the most. Can, can anyone name a single thing that like went, you know, a single thing, good or bad that he has, you know, I would say changed completely this year for culture and society, because I can't, I can certainly think of a bunch of annoying little times when he was in the news for various reasons. Uh, but I can't think of, uh, of one big thing or several huge things that weren't time person of the year. And at the end, it just seems like another, you know, legacy media company with, with, with financial benefits and, and incentives to do this sort of thing propping up someone uh just for the sake of 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 continuing his legacy as the government has done with the numerous times his his companies have faced bankruptcy and bailed them out with their own money which has happened time and time again they spacex and tesla would not exist today without constant bailouts and help from the government and as far as i understand it tesla has yet to turn a profit so this isn't by the government, but this time person of the year just seems to be another bailout to, for the for the sake of of helping his career move forward or 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 be sustained. Yeah, no, I I agree with that. <laughs> I mean, do you remember? Oh, God, just spe- just on the topic of stupid ideas he's had. Do you remember his 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 idea of how to rescue those kids in Thailand or wherever out of the cave uh, that had water in it? I don't remember what exactly it was, but I remember then he like started accusing the guy that saved them or was with them of being a pedophile right. for no reason. He got jealous, I believe, of like the British. I, I don't know. I might be wrong, but I, whoever the diver was that like ended up helping, you know, complete the rescue mission. He got jealous that that guy got the credit, which he rightfully did because he saved the kids or helped, you know, in a major way anyway. Uh, so he started accusing that guy of uh, of being a pedophile. No, Elon's idea, if you don't remember, was basically building like it was him basically going, oh, let's build a, a single mini one person sub that we can send in there. And then each child will get in that and write it back and then we'll send it back in ready for another. Yeah, like one at a time bullshit. Uh, that's like, literally an idea. A, a child, like, when you say that's like he, he ch- like a child's association of of ideas and 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 solutions of oh, someone is trapped underwater. We build a submarine, but it has yeah. to be a small one so it fits. He's so like, d- did like, he not think someone had, you know, like if, if that was feasible, why hadn't it been done before? I mean, like, I don't think it's not like it was a revolutionary idea. 
And, and yeah. you know, rightfully it didn't happen because it was a shit idea. Oh, man. I just, like, he's just... He's like someone cosplaying as a genius. Right. You remember the John Mulaney bit that was like Donald Trump is a poor man's idea of what a rich man is? Yeah, he's like a he's like a stupid person's idea of a rich person. Or a, a, of a genius. Of a smart yeah. person, yeah. Yeah, whereas like actual geniuses and smart people like are just kind of quietly working and like submitting shit to peer-reviewed journals. Right, like, yeah. Like they're not, I mean, they're well, not super outspoken like Neil deGrasse Tyson, how he just like fucking says bullshit on the internet and like yeah right. he is smart but it's like why is he talking so much yeah my, well and i mean you're right about musk because i mean what what are the millions of 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 rabid fanboys across the world and internet that defend him but stupid people yeah i mean elon musk is like he's he's the he's he is what nfts to are to art uh of what he is to science yeah I don't even know what that comparison means, but it feels accurate. No, I, I, I'm, I get it. Like, it just makes sense. Right. I'm, I'm really aiming to be time person of the year for 2022, actually. I think you've got it, honestly. You know, I have a lot of big things planned for next year. You know, uh, I'm going to start a, 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 a giraffe fighting ring in Miami. It's like dog fighting, but giraffes. Have you watched giraffes fight? It's kind of They, wild. like, whip their neck around. Yeah. So we're okay. building, we're building like a, a, you know, it's like a, it's like an airplane hangar and it has a giant circular cage in the middle. Uh, and then the floor has like platforms that raise and lower. And then we, up from the underground storage facility, raise and lower our giraffes into that ring and then they fight it out, uh, in the, in the circle cage. I like this a lot. So that's my first thing I got planned for next year. Uh, also, if you didn't know, I'm moving to LA, and um, I'm actually uh, I'm actually starting a business. I'm gonna be one of those doctors that does surgery out of a hotel room. Oh yeah, hell yeah! So I'm gonna do things like um, uh, I, I you know like I basically do all the big surgeries, but but uh, you know like um, reduce price. Uh, knock off of the big surgery. So, you know, you want your Brazilian butt lift, you come to me and I'll give you the, the, the Uruguay, uh, uh, butt up. So I'm looking at Elon Musk's Wikipedia and like, I, I don't know. Obviously I don't put a lot of stake in like, like I'm not saying college education is like the most important thing in the world. Right. Right. But for someone that claims to be as, like, smart and, like, educated as he is, he, like, his highest level of education is a Bachelor of Science. Yeah. From, he, the, from yeah. the University of Pennsylvania. He's not, like, a PhD or or anything. No. Like, and I, I'm not either. I have a fuck, I have two associate's degrees. Like, I, I've got nothing to talk about. But it's, like, when you're the chief engineer of SpaceX. You should probably where, have like, some sort of. all the other engineers that work for you probably have, like, six times the education that you do. Right. It's like it's like when fucking famous actors just get called an executive producer even though they're not doing shit for that. Yeah. You should probably have like an aerospace or a physics degree, uh like a, a doctorate or PhD if if you're if you're the yeah. chief engineer of a space company. Like my I one of my friends, one of our friends uh is working on their PhD in fucking structural engineering. Mhm. Mm 
And that means he's going to be more qualified than Elon Musk to work at that company. He'd be more qualified for Elon Musk for the stupid uh, tunnel car system oh idea. God, yeah. His stupid... That's uh, the dumbest shit. Dumb. It's like a train, but worse. It's like a train, but slower. It's like a train, but smaller and worse. <laughs> uh, he's uh, describing a car to someone who's only lived where there are trains. It's like a train, but worse. It's like better in the way that you're in control and you can listen to whatever music you want through the whole thing. Right. Um, that's where the benefits stop. Well, and even then, you can do that on a train with something, an amazing invention called a headphone. Damn, I didn't know you were recording live from Daytona. <laughs> There's these two motorcycles that I swear just about every night drive by my house going very fast. They're trying, they're, that's motorcycle code for Austin, join us. Join us on our, on our trip, on our, on our conquest of the road. If I had a motorcycle, I think it'd be really fun to just like run out there and fucking chase him down on mine. Austin actually lives in the in the world of the of the first Mad Max movie where it's society on the brink of collapse and there are already like roving motorcycle gangs up the highways. Yeah. That's where I live. I'm actually coming to you live from another uh, multiverse. Right. Uh, I don't remember what we were talking about besides Elon Musk being stupid. I think that was it. Uh, so yeah, Elon Musk is stupid. He's the time person of the year, and even by their own standards, uh, he shouldn't be. Regardless. So, uh, great job, Time Magazine. Uh, journalism more like time magazine. time magazine. More like uh, time to read another magazine, because this stinks. Be you. More like time's up. More like time's up. Hashtag me too. Oh. Okay, well, Austin, also, before we get to my main topic for discussion today that I wanted to tell you about, uh, I wanted to bring up, did you see, have you seen, uh, this is Peyton's Twitter action corner with me, Peyton. Uh, we have, we're live on the scene here and we have Austin. Austin, hey. uh, welcome to the segment. Hey, thank you so much for having me. It is an absolute honor. Great. Um... Did you see on Twitter recently, yesterday, day before, I guess yesterday mainly, um, big, big drama on Twitter, major drama. Nope. Uh, you see, did you see uh, the new J.K. Rowling transphobic post? Okay, so I have not seen the post, but I saw a couple people post shit where they had like their muted words on Twitter where um like jk rowling turf transphobia like just all these things they're like i just don't have the energy for this today i i understand and so it. i just have to imagine it's not great i don't blame them honestly uh don't blame them one bit for for muting having all that muted uh wish i what, wish i had the force foresight to so what did that um half rate fucking author piece of shit have to say so what what grand take did everyone ask for 
yeah this great thinker of our time jk rowling so writer of of the series with the least creative magic system of any fucking fantasy books correct well yesterday uh it was yesterday at 106 p.m and i don't know if that is um crumpet and tea time zone time or my time here in america um not sure jury's out on that one she retweet or uh she tweeted out a link to an article called absurdity of police logging rapists as women uh and along with that she included uh it's not properly quoted with with credit but she did write um a little part uh, uh adapted slightly for for um uh her own benefit of her agenda uh, a quote from uh 1984 i believe um about wars you know about the uh the reversal of what of what words mean war is peace freedom is slavery slavery ignorance is strength the the penist individual who raped you is a woman uh because the article in question i mentioned is about the outcry over i believe a scottish police department or the like the head of scott scottish police um saying that what was it um yeah so like scott police scotland like the head organization are in charge of it saying that uh that uh if someone they would write they would they would uh signify someone as a woman they arrested for rape if even if they had a penis if they said uh they are trans basically and this uh of course that that garnered the reply from 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 author jk rowling uh about penis individuals (laughs) Penist individual. That's my genre. That's my gender. Now, uh, I'm a penist individual. Right. The thing with this article is it's not even saying it's not even an outcry or an uproar about something that has happened. It's just the police saying, uh, yeah, we're going to, I guess, respect police saying we're going to respect trans people's, uh, you know, identity if we arrest them for rape. If it's not a no one had this. Nothing has happened yet. This is people being mad about a th- about a thing that that they said, you know, if this happened, then this. So nothing has happened. They're not mad. It's the thing they're mad about hasn't happened yet. Oh my god! They're mad about someone who is trans not being immediately uh, thrown into into men's prison uh, to to be murdered and killed. You know, just because, you know, the someone who could look completely feminine uh, or, you know, regardless, someone who is a, who is by all means a woman just because they have a penis being thrown into uh, a pit of burly men to be torn apart shred by shred when they're arrested. She is so exhausting. Right. Uh, and I, I, I've enjoyed over the, the last 24 hours seeing a lot of people point out rightfully that uh, outside of, of, of using it as an excuse to attack trans people, when has J.K. Rowling ever actually um, done anything feminist or stood up for women's rights in any other way other than using it as a reason to attack women I mean, or nothing, trans women? Nothing like public. Right. She. I, I don't. Rec- people have literally pointed out things like she sent roses within I think some last year or two to to Marilyn Manson who who was accused by you know of of who is an abuser uh, of an abuser uh, <laughs> by former people in relationships with him and it's like she so she seems to have no problem uh you know conducting herself with people who are abusers uh, and yet these hypothetical trans women talked about in this article who who are don't even exist they're hype completely hypothetical uh that's a that's a that's a straw too far 
It's like you know that meme where it's like the um like like the guy sleeping and then in the next frame he's like really awake. Mm. It's like uh um uh cis men uh uh causing violence against uh cis women sleeping. Uh trans women causing violence against women wide awake not even trans women hypothetical hypothetical yeah not trans women that don't exist yeah hypothetical trans women causing violence against women and this this all goes back to this idea that when you're trans being properly identified is a right and a privilege that is taken away if you're bad which yeah. I've seen even I, I I can't tell you how many uh you know supposedly woke liberal pieces of shit I've seen use this exact same tactic. I mean, if you followed the California um uh election recall where 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 uh Newsom had to run again, um, of course, uh, as you might have seen. Caitlyn Jenner ran as an opponent uh, with some for I believe she was technically running under the Republican Party and she had some just awful takes terrible takes real piece of shit she is and and I saw time and time again uh, checkmark liberals on Twitter using this as an excuse to to you know uh, intentionally misgender yeah dead name her intentionally misgender her and saying oh no it's okay though uh, because uh, she's bad therefore uh, we can we can uh, you know take away uh, her right to be properly identified which no that's it is not something you can just it's not something to be used as a tool it's something that you do to all trans people because taking it away for one just because they don't meet the moral character that you hold uh is signifying to all other trans people that you view their identity as uh as this uh uh you know um your your allegiance temporary your privilege that can be that can be admonished and and punished by the removal of yeah like their elite their your allegiance to them and um, um your respect of them is conditional on how you feel about them as a person and like like your your respect for for their actual gender and their name is conditional upon if your politics align yeah so uh, all this is just uh, once again proving you know i i'll say i wish it could have been done another way certainly other than her coming out and being one of the the loudest and most influential transphobic people on the earth right now, because obviously that's had probably a wide scale negative effect. But at the same time, on the silver lining side of all this, I'm at least glad that it seems like in the popular consciousness, a, a, a large majority of people are starting to realize how lame and shit of a series Harry Potter is. Yeah, and like, it's not even that it's like... Like, it's just, it's a children's book, and, like, that's okay, you know? But, like, there's just nothing to it, man. It's not deep. There's no, like, big message to be told. It's literally just, like, oh, yeah, this kid was, like, the... Like, I I don't know. And the amount of, like, racial caricatures riddled inside of that story is really fucked up. Right. So, yeah, I mean, it just... I'm just... uh, This is a whole shitty situation. I would love nothing more if if i suddenly got omnipotent powers or had a genie i would love to just make a wish or somehow will it into being that one morning jk rowling just woke up and had a penis like yeah right just had a penis uh and and just whatever that i mean uh, probably 
you know, being pessimistic, you would probably just immediately figure out a way to have it removed and without anyone knowing, you know, and keep, yeah, it, yeah, and keep yeah. it private. But just even then, still just to have it happen and, and, and you know, <laughs> just for the for the turmoil that would cause her, I God, I wish it would happen. Yeah. Like, oh, man, it's just, again, it's just so exhausting. Like, like every time she talks, it's like, oh, my God. Right. Like, shut the fuck up, please. Yep. Oh, man. So, once again, proving uh, we should 100% just sink all of England into the water. I think she might actually live in Scotland right now. Uh, so we'll go ahead and yes. just sink, we'll just sink all of England and then we'll, we'll find her in Scotland and throw her into the water. Yeah, that's fine with me because Scotland ain't do nothing wrong. Right. Uh, this is, this is not an active threat. This is a parody joke, but JK Rowling, uh, you better learn to swim and get you a life buoy because we're going to come for you, baby. Yeah, if I, if I see you in the street, it's on site, Rowling. That's all I'm saying. If I see you in the street, J.K. Rowling, we're going to have a Patronus battle. We're going to say a magic word and wave a wand and do a spell. I love, I love... Because that's really cool. I Tell me if I'm wrong here, but literally everyone who was really into Harry Potter I've ever met is just so annoying just one of the, all some of the worst people i ever experienced in my life not on like a moral level but just on like uh, to be around i think it's the same energy as being a disney adult absolutely Pe- well and i mean they're bo- people who I go mean, to they the overlap a lot which is funny because like universal has right harry the harry potter world hogtown or whatever the fuck it's called yeah what is it what a pimpleton hog hogtown deli um ride the you... train to hogtown what is it? Uh, Jewish caricature alley. Yeah, I I love I I I'm assuming I haven't looked because I I can't take this psychic damage. I assume on Twitter right now there are like former or still big Harry Potter fans and like again checkmark liberal people trying to reconcile their intense identity based love of Harry Potter. You know that's a core of their identity. They're trying to grapple that with with also you know being performatively uh allies to trans yeah. people and so i i can only imagine you know there be tweets that probably exist and i could find if i wanted that are like jk rowling you've you've broken my heart you deserve to have your horcruxes destroyed and to get spelled in the ass bitch yeah i literally i was just like looking at the the twitter thread under her post Harry would um, never, never someone... do this, J.K. Rowling. He would shoot you with the la- the th- with the magic laser. The ouchie spell. Um, <laughs> well, someone, someone literally was like, "I can't believe you would write a character as horrible as Umbridge and then decide to become her for the rest of your life." Yeah, that I mean, it's I... like dog, just like fucking Harry Potter liberals are the worst people. They're the if I if I ever gained power and as a as any sort of politician, my first any sort of like ruling you know major politician with controlling majority power of some kind of another first 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 rule all anyone who owns a complete set of Harry Potter is uh, they're getting taken to the wall and my they ain't coming back like- from it. My, my argument that I always, like, the thing I always think of is, like, it's just, 
it's just kind of boring, like, mm. how magic is done in that world. Right. Like, like, take The Witcher, for example, right? Like, they make it really clear that, like, magic, like, like fucking entropy, like, energy can't be uh, created or destroyed, right? Right. So, like, magic costs something. So, like, did you watch the show on Netflix? No. So there's a scene where someone's learning magic and they're like hold they're like holding a flower in their left hand and they do a spell with their right hand and the flower dies when they do the spell. Right. Because it like takes the the life energy from the flower. Well, and if you do magic without that or without a potion that gives you extra energy, then it just like takes life from your body. Uh whereas yeah, like yeah. Whereas like in the Harry Potter world, it's like you wave a wand and you say a spell. It's like a children's birthday party there, turned into there's, combat. There's like, there's no like emotion. There's, emo- no there's no stakes or emotional weight to it. Yeah, it's yeah. Like if you use magic, it's inconsequential. Like you can just do it. Right, and, and then, it's like, not like there's reason, not like there's a limited amount. It's not like gun. It's not like no, a bullet or you don't have ammo. Right. Like if you can point faster and say the f- fucking word faster, then like yeah, you're. But fine. sometimes they don't even say the word. They just do the movement and it happens. Yeah, like, it's, like, I, it's it so to be fully like no stakes. It's right. like yeah, this can just happen. Like you can just do this. Mm. And like e- even with the force in Star Wars, like you have to train so long. It's clearly something that takes both physical and mental like concentration and effort. Yeah, like they're like people who are learning the force do like a big movement, like a big thing for the first time and they're winded. Right. They're like out of breath like holy shit how am i ever gonna like survive this and then like you know they rest and then they can do it again but like yeah it's well it's just uncreative the thing is all of these things were created by like actually interesting people like okay i don't know much about the witcher but i do know that it's it's made by it's made by like some weird polish person and so like everyone from Poland is one of three things, either a complete like idiot dirt farmer, uh, a full on like Nazi or like some weird crotchety like old person who who probably literally believes in like a weird esoteric magic system and like yeah, literally like, believes in like mythical creatures and, and blames them for when shit goes missing in their house. The author of the Witcher series is named um, on Andrzej. Edge. Sapkowski. Right. So, so that's like that's like so like awesome. that's why the Witcher's and uh, Star Wars made by George Lucas, uh, uh, a weird like upstart indie filmmaker from the '60s who has blatantly said that Star Wars was inspired by the Viet Cong struggle against America and Vietnam. You know, among with other the things, Empire being America. <laughs> yeah, with, with, among other things like you know, Empire being you know Nazi influenced and and uh, influence of like Hero's Journey and classic Pulp Fiction stories and sci-fi yeah, yeah. uh with uh you know lord of the rings even you've got like this this uh guy who served in world war one and almost died who's like a full-on linguist who basically invented is it so obsessed with the minutiae and and making the stakes and the world clear uh, and original he invents its own language basically a full-on language i mean all what what is jake she is uh, a woman from i think scotland who was like homeless and living in her car for a little while and then like the wrote this thing about a magic kid and then it got popular and she was immediately successful and then continued writing the books as she lived in this life like she has there's nothing in she's there's no interesting you know maybe if she had made some interesting thing uh, based on her life experience about class struggle and being poor and near homeless or homeless uh and you know tying that in and basing it or 
or using, you know, emotions and feelings from her own experience. Maybe would would have got something interesting. But instead, you know, she wrote this very baseline thing about a magic boy. And then after getting successful and then ascending to a comfortable life, you know, it's like she never did any sort of growth to imbue her worldview or writing with any sort of weight or, or meaning. Yeah, it's just... I don't even have anything else to say about her. I just, well, I just dislike her greatly. That is a a a, a shitty media property uh, by a shitty writer uh, who is a shitty person and transphobe. And after the break, stay tuned because we're gonna talk about an awesome property, awesome creation by awesome creators that is pro-trans and that. Uh, is amazing in many ways so stay tuned because we're going to talk about that yes ma'am penis individual individual She's been living in her white world As long as anyone with can And now she's looking for a downtown man That's what I am And when she knows what she wants Excuse me So Austin Hey y- Yesterday I took a drive over to the movie theater And I saw a little film from the year I was born, yes, in fact, 1999, I am but a small babe, as compared to many of you, even including Austin. I am but a wee baby. Uh, for a movie from the year I was born, 1999, a little movie, you may have heard of it, called uh, La Candy Ma- Shack. No. Okay. That was from the 60s, or the 70s. Mm, definitely not the 60s. 70s, sorry. Anyway, a little movie you might have heard of called La Matrix. Oh, that French film. So yesterday I went and saw the re-release of the original Matrix in the theater. And Austin, let me tell you. I thought you saw the threequel. The what? The fourquel. No, that's not out till like next week or the week after. The 22nd, I think. I saw the original Matrix in the theater yesterday, Austin, and let me tell you what a fun experience it was to see that on the big screen as someone who has not seen it there before. Yeah, no, I I love that movie and would love to see it in the theater. It's a hell of an experience. And I'll say this, Austin. This This is not just my belief. This is a fact, and I'm bringing it to all you listeners right now, so listen up. The Matrix is a movie about how trans people are hotter, more badass, better fighters, uh, cooler, uh, and just all around better people and more talented than cis people. And if you if you disagree, you're just jealous because that's the truth. That's what that movie's about. Okay. Austin. I was not aware of all of that. The Matrix is a movie, first off, amazing movie, I'd say one of the best on pure, you know, even just 
themes aside, pure entertainment value. Just great, great job, great time, you know, stylish, creative, original, fun. But yep. it's also a movie that is so maybe the most any movie has ever been while not explicitly, you know, without saying it outright, it is like one of the most trans movies ever. Yeah, no, I mean, the whole thing is like themes of transformation and like waking up and finding yourself. Right. Of course, many of you, I assume, know what I'm talking about, or at least in summer have a hint of course, uh, several years after the last of the third three trans, uh, original Matrix movies came out, both directors, the siblings of, of the Matrix films, creators of it, uh, both came out as trans women uh, and you know are to this day living as trans women, Lily and Lana Wachowski. Uh, and, hey girls. And, and many would... Don't be a chaser, Austin. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, and... <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, so I know the reactionary bout out there would say, oh, you're just, they didn't intend that when they made the movies, you're just putting the outside thing onto it to satisfy yourself or, or they're just retroactively saying it to justify their life experience. But no, I'd say indelibly from the get go, there's too much in this movie. You know, they've said, you know, now like, that it always was, and I completely believe them, that, for instance, one of the characters uh, in the movie, if you've seen it, which you have also, uh, I know Austin, but I'm saying for audience as well, uh, who was on the, the, the team of the good guys, Switch, uh, that, that that character was originally supposed to have, op, you know, be male, I can't remember which is which, but male in the real world and female in the Matrix, etc., that kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was the studios pressured them to take it out, which, you know, I completely believe them on that. I don't think that's just retroactive changing. I don't think that's a that's a J.K. Rowling saying uh, Dumbledore is gay or Hermione is black situation. So, right. Uh, I because that aside, just the text of the movie itself is so incredibly trans. And uh, Austin, can I explain some highlights to you, please? Now, I'm going off of. Assuming you, which I know you have, but also audience that you've seen The Matrix. If not, watch it, because like I said, even on just a base level, incredibly fun, stylish, creative movie that, you know, honestly, uh, there may be a moment or two in it, just effects-wise that are dated, but I think a lot of it benefits itself because it's so stylized uh, in its presentation that it makes it so it even... The, the the CGI that by today's standards might not be as good, it, it's stylized in a way that you're not care. It's not going for realism, much like yeah, their yeah. much like Speed Racer, which we talked about by the Wachowskis. Oh, yeah. Not to that extent of cartoonishness, but just on a pure kind of uh, uh, spectacle level of of movie magic. It, so it, it does. It's it's completely holds up. Great movie. Go see it. Um, so for those of you, this is really, you know, assuming you've seen the movie. Uh, so why is the Matrix trans? Okay, well, uh, let's state the obvious. Uh, who is our main character? But a, a, a man who, you know, a seemingly a man who is completely walking through life as a zombie, uh, basically finding all fulfillment he has uh, through an online persona that is not himself. 
if is the, if that is not the exact trans experience of like every single trans woman I've ever met online, uh, not even just trans women, but any trans person, non-binary uh, men, women, etc. Uh, I don't know what is, because that pretty much is like to the T of what every trans person is at some point in their life, usually before they've come out or realize they are trans. Uh, living this dual life and getting all of your vicarious joy through being this idealized uh, you know, version of you you've created online. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. Uh, so, you know... And even when he first meets uh, Trinity, he, he when she says that she's Trinity, you know, having heard of her status as, uh, as this major hacker in person, he thinks what that she was a man. Uh, he says, I assumed you were a guy. She says, most people do before they meet me. Uh, again, hinting at this sort of uh, gender, uh, sort of this gender binary being assumed and broken in a way. So what what? what happens to Neo, but he is, uh, you know, pursued by the Smiths and then rescued and taken, uh, given the choice of the matrix by, you know, uh, Morpheus and, and these freedom fighters. Uh, so with the Smiths, uh, you know, we first see them, uh, come to, uh, get Mr. Anderson, Neo, uh, at his office job where he's being reprimanded for not being on time, not fitting the mold, not fitting in, wearing his suit, arriving at his desk to do his work. That's when the Smiths first show up in, in Neo's world. Um, mm -hmm. of course we see them in the opening, but in Neo's world, they show up in that very scene. And, and, and what are the Smiths, uh, as the villains, if not the, you know, most, western 1950s style archetype of of masculine conformity but you know clean cut oh, yeah. uh clone all nearly clone like men in suits who have come to tell basically who've come to tell neo you need to stop with all this online crap stop with this fantasy or this this second reality this they literally call it a second life in the interrogation scene they're like the, your your dual your double life you have to quit that if you know what's good for you and basically become you know this this thomas anderson who sits at a desk wears his suit and is on time you have to conform uh we are the authority we are we are you know we are the status quo and we're telling you that but neo in turn rejects that he escapes they they literally implant something where else but but in his belly button the 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 place that connects to your mother when you are born when you are assigned gender assigned they they implant the 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 tracking device the bug there that that is then ripped out and removed oh, dude, by I, that's like my least favorite shit in that movie it's a very affectingly gross scene. Um, so he, that is ripped out, you know, this, this kind of, uh, almost infantly, you know, tying to, tying to the, the birth, uh, ripped out from Neo. He, what starts his journey on becoming his true self, but deciding to take a pill, uh, just as trans people do, uh, when, when they, when they, along their, their, their transition journey, uh, take HRT of some sort, usually in the form of a pill, uh, not, not usually, but definitely, uh, uh, sometimes in the form of a pill, uh, and this starts him on his journey. He literally, you know, very clear imagery. He is born again from this robotic womb where he rips through the, the, 
the the fleshy stretchy sack uh you know of course flushed down the drain picked up by the 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 nebuchadnezzar and the freedom fighters and then what happens but he it is shown you know in almost like a, a slow montage the passing of time as they rebuild his muscles uh you know basically get him to be able to to awake from this sleep he's been in his whole life so so you have uh, your your protagonist who is standing in for a trans person uh, taking a pill and then experiencing this journey of of being reborn and his body having to acclimate and and basically be be rebuilt uh, if what what else but after being born uh, a second puberty uh, quite literally oh, just yeah. as trans people have when they start their HRT and are basically coming into their into their uh, you know gen- true gender identity so then you know obviously all of that neo he he you know he's taken his 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 uh, chosen name that 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 he has chosen and that gives him affirmation he's chosen neo uh and the rest of the movie is what is it about if not uh you know accepting yourself despite the the uncertainty you might feel uh accepting yourself regardless of what you know others put up on you because you know morpheus says oh you're you're the chosen one cypher of course being kind of the the foil who's who's the the minor villain saying oh i don't actually believe you're you're the chosen one that you're special um neo neo regardless of all that chooses who he is for himself right and Ultimately, at the end of the movie, in the climax, he fully embraces his true identity, his true self, and, and what becomes did, more powerful. Than he, he, was. he becomes more powerful than ever, uh, and it is it is so to me. It is just so clear that it is a movie in so many very specific ways about the the trans journey and and self acceptance and self belief just being this this ultimate source of power as you completely come in to to yourself and your gender identity and your your transformation into your into your chosen self. Yeah, no, the first time I learned that the uh, the directors were trans. Like, all of that just kind of made sense. I was like, oh, yeah, you mean you've got a movie about transformation? Right. Like, yeah, of course. Like, even if they didn't know themselves at the time. Yeah. It was, like, themes in their head. Right. And, of course, the whole movie's, you know, also about fighting, as I said, the the status quo, this establishment. uh, You know, they're basically... the, The Matrix itself is this construct of this kind of you know, of, of reality, they're, they're fighting the matrix, which, you know, it's, it's obviously like, you know, represent it's standing in the literal plot. It's, you know, the way to pacify humans, but like just on a symbolic, yeah, yeah. On a symbolic level, like they're literally fighting what we know as reality to show us the real reality. They're fighting culture and society as we know it in our, you know, and of course there's, there's, you know, tie that ties into the anti-capitalist themes with, you know, fighting what we know as society to, to break free of, of humans being literally exploited for their, for their power and work and energy, literally in this movie, because they're batteries while they're in the sleep in the matrix. So it just all ties into fighting the status quo, finding your true self and living your true self uh, but beautiful. then, but like I said, even down to the minutia of taking the pill and the Smiths being these kind of stereotypical uh, masculine, you know, standard. Yeah, it's really like very interesting and like very 
like it just makes a lot of sense that that's how it would happen you know that that's what they would make a movie about so and then on top of that what else do you have i mean what what, what else does a movie need that the matrix doesn't have i mean you got a bunch of really attractive uh fit actors like keanu reeves and carrie ann moss and uh lawrence fishburne in freaking tight leather and and like latex uh you have them uh doing flips amazing flips and 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 choreography flips choreography uh shooting shooting guns while the 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 shell casings beautifully drop down uh in slow motion uh i mean you have it's you got you kung lawrence fishburne you got lawrence fishburne you got it, kung That's fu right there kung fu action uh gun shooting action science fiction battling robots i mean it's literally got that the lobby shootout in the first matrix movie oh God, might yeah. be one of the best one of if not the best scene in like all of cinematic history on a purely like aesthetic visual when they like level draw, they drop their coats like they go through the metal detectors and the guy's like let me yeah. see you under your jacket. He drops the jacket. And the guy just goes, "Holy it's, shit!" It's 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 literally <laughs> it, it's like a five minute scene of the two hottest, most badass people ever just shooting cops and soldiers in the most badass way possible. I need someone to tabulate how many uh, how many bullets were used in that scene. Like someone needs to go through and count because I'm just it's got to be in the like nearly a thousand. So many, so many. No boat uh, smashems though. So, so please watch the Matrix if you haven't seen it recently. Watch it with all the trans stuff in mind. I talked about. Of course, it's a great time because the fourth one is coming out very soon. I haven't seen the second or third tra- uh, Matrix either. movie, but I'm going to watch them probably this week. So maybe I can even talk about them on next week's episode. Uh, you know, I had his I had avoided them historically because you know uh, the, the the at least for a while many years the the cultural consensus was they you know weren't as good as the first one and not worth watching but now honestly i'm i'm very excited to watch them because given what all of the things i've seen by the wachowskis has been so entertaining to me even if they do not meet the standards of the first movie and aren't as satisfying i i honestly would be very surprised if i am not at least you know entertained of uh, to a great degree and and enjoy them uh, so I'm honestly looking forward to watching them uh, sometime over the next couple days. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, please watch The Matrix. It's about being hot and badass and cool because you're trans. Uh, and anyone who disagrees with that, they're just they're coping. Obviously, they're coping. They're th- they're seething. They're they're raging and they're molding. So that plus ratio. <laughs> Based. Austin, mm-hmm. I think it was a good episode today. I enjoyed. I thought we had some good conversations. I thought so too. Some good jokes. Um, it's always a, a fun time when we get to hate on not one but two famous people. Yes, definitely. And talking about being trans and shooting cops. Yeah, which you know that's all there is to life. So, uh, I don't think there's anything left to say other than. Fuck Elon Musk, fuck J.K. Rowling, and JK Rowling. go watch The Matrix and just chill out. Yeah. Be trans. Do it. Sure. So. If, if that's what you are. If yeah. that's what you are, hell yeah. So, uh, yeah. Austin, any, any, any other thoughts? 
Fuck J.K. Rowling. Yeah, all my homies hate J.K. Rowling. Well, until next week, Austin, because I, I don't talk to you outside of the show. No. I avoid you at all time. costs. Right, that's, well, it's, it's the kayfabe. Right. Isn't it yeah, pronounced kafab, or is it kayfabe? I've never heard it pronounced kafab. Maybe it is kayfabe, and I've just been... I've heard Mike Falzone pronounce it kayfabe, so... Well, I trust we gotta trust him. He's a Maybe. scholar. He's a scholar on wrestling, I'd say. All right. Well, until next time, everybody. All right, baby. Bye. Bye.